Hello Mzanzi and welcome to episode 159 of Farmers Inside Track. I'm your host Donumdu. Agnes Hove embodies her passion to empower and develop women agripreneurs and entrepreneurs in Mzanzi. In today's episode she talks about transitioning from the corporate world to finding joy in partnering with nature and more about her work as director of African Women in Agriculture. Agnes, you have an MSc in strategic management and a nursing diploma. How did you end up in agriculture? So between the MSc in strategic management and the nursing diploma, I did a basic degree. I did a business administrative degree. So that's when I got interested in business and I had a teeny weeny vegetable garden. When I started farming the vegetables, just the joy of seeing stuff grow gave me such pleasure and I thought, wow, this is something I'd like to do when I retire. Mm-hmm. And so it was always this long-term plan and I always knew that I would like to farm at some stage in my life. So when the opportunity came to me probably 5 years ago, I actually jumped on it. I'm actually loving it. I'm enjoying agriculture. And so this is from corporate. I did a lot of consulting. I was in the wellness industry, so I've worked in offices all my life, mostly in the mining environment. So farming is totally different to what I'm accustomed to, but it's lovely because you spend your days outdoors on the farm, seeing things grow, watching things grow. I always say the joy of partnering with nature. So when there's good rains, it's always fabulous, but when there's no rain and things are dry, it's a different story. So that's how I ended up here. What has it been like? I have loved it. So I'm the kind of person you throw me into a project and I will go in with both arms, both feet, the mm-hmm. whole body and get fully immersed in it. So when I came into agriculture I realized that it wasn't an area of my expertise. As I said before my area is strat strategy planning, but there is strategy in farming. It's totally different because now you're not talking about profitability. In farming you're talking about seasonality, you're talking yes. about markets. you're talking about demand and supply it's different to planning a corporate organization so it's been an amazing experience i think it's tougher than corporate because you can't really plan we don't define market prices the market defines the prices so you grow and the market tells you right you sell your lettuce for this price and if you over harvest and the market is oversupplied your prices go down So it's all about planning, strategizing, using your expertise to I suppose achieve a different goal. But part of what I really love with what I do is the developmental part, the developmental part. So we empower women. So it's not just us farming, but we teach women how to farm. And what's been interesting is the women who come to us to learn how to farm from poultry farmers to essential oil manufacturers to as somebody wanted to do wagyu beef who would ever have thought a woman would want to do it's across the board so some basic vegetable farmers and then you have those who want to do the bigger more exotic farming endeavors and we go all the way to agro processing as well so those who want to process there's a lady who wanted to make teas another lady wanted to make food from dried vegetables it's across the board so that's i think for me that's what brings the challenge in is working and empowering women so we teach them how to run their own businesses we take them through the basic steps of financial literacy the foundational agriculture we do everything organic so we take them through the whole organics process agroecology 
Then we take them through the actual business principles, so the basic principles of agripreneurship. So that's agriculture and entrepreneurship. So sales and marketing, all the business steps that one needs. And we also do financial literacy. But the one thing that we found interesting about women is that we've needed to bring in a psychosocial component. So we bring in a psychologist every quarter to talk to the ladies because what we found is a lot of the ladies are dealing with massive family challenges and they need somebody to talk to, somebody to help them navigate and walk through the journey. So the journey of being a business owner, managing your family, being a wife, a mother, a sister, a daughter, and I suppose balancing all roles and doing them effectively. Now, you're the director of the African Women in Agriculture, which is a non-profit company aimed at basically capacitating women in agribusiness. Where did the idea start for this initiative? And maybe you can tell me more about the people that work with you. Interestingly enough, all five of us were members of an organization called WeConnect. It's a business women's networking organization. And the idea is to expose business women to corporate. So the bigger organizations that you're not able to get into, so they would allow us access into those. So one year, I think it was 2017, Mm -hmm. the lady who ran WeConnect had this idea of collaboration groups because together we can do more. We all created different collaborative groups. And that's when I was like, oh, agriculture, this is my opportunity. It's a soft landing. It won't be too difficult to get into. So I went in both arms and both feet. We created this organization. So there was an IT group. There was a personal development group. Then there's the agriculture group. I can't remember what the others were, but that's how it started. So there's a group of us, there's five of us. Our chairperson is Janice Schechter. She's into platform building, so she builds online platforms. There's Simongi Lekwele. She's had a rooftop farm, so she's got experience. She also has a seed bank as well, so she brings that expertise to us, a very big organic grower. Veronica Aswani, she created what's called the Amaveji Pyramid which is an urban food gardening innovation. We also use that as part of our training, Bianca Clark, and then there's myself. So that makes five of us. We all came from totally different backgrounds, all of us passionate, firstly, about the development of women. So I think that's been the glue that's kept us together. That's been our purpose, our true north, to say we want to develop women, we want to empower them, we want to make them better. In the last two and a half to three years, developed 140 women, and we keep moving forward. I think that's absolutely amazing. There's a great need for it. I mean, I'm talking to the woman at the Food from Zanzi Farmers in Daba, and they highlight a lot of the challenges, accessibility, accessing finance, accessing land. These are all the challenges that they deal with. I mean, some of them are just outright saying, I can't work with government there's always 20 hoops that you have to go through. Where do you think it's most acute in terms of the gender gaps and how it's very different for women entering the agricultural space compared to men, especially as a first-generation farmer? What is your advice? One of the biggest challenges is, I would say, access to land. Because once you've got title deeds, it gives you access to a whole bunch of other things. So funding, It opens various doors, so that's the first thing is access. But we also don't have the skill, the expertise. So you walk into farming, and I'll use us as an example. So we walked onto the farm, and our first sort of crop 
um, that we planted, we lost all of it. It was overrun by weeds. We grew rainbow maize, which I was really looking forward to eating, was eaten by the birds. But it was a learning experience. Access to expertise, somebody who sits there and walks the journey with you. So then when you do get to harvest, who do I sell it to? How do I get to the Joburg market? Joburg Fresh Produce Market is a daunting place. So as a new farmer, you walk into this ginormous, I think there's four massive buildings, there's trucks going left, right, carrying produce. It's confusing. So for a new farmer, a lot of these things, it's a new experience for you. So you need somebody to help you navigate, to walk you through uh, the journey of when you start growing, this is what you do with your produce. If your produce doesn't stays too long in the field, it actually turns into seed. So you then cannot sell it. So there's a whole bunch of things that farmers, the expertise that you need to, to understand as new farmers that nobody actually tells you. So that's what we're trying to do. We're using our experience, first of all, to develop the new farmers, to say to them, we will walk the journey with you. And those who want to go beyond the primary farming, so those who want to go into maybe logistics, we work with them to say, how do we assist them and support them to do that? Those who want to go into aggregation of produce, creating a pack house and starting to package other people's produce and selling it to other people. Those who want to go into the manufacturing space, the agro-processing, whether it's drying, dehydrating, whichever way they want to go. So we want to help the women go into and access those spaces that are, first of all, not traditionally female. So we work in, I suppose, in agriculture as the labor force, but not as the experts. So we go in and we're told exactly what to do, but we're not the decision makers. So we want the women to become the decision makers where they decide what they want to grow, when they want to grow it, and what they want to invest in when they make their money. Thanks so much for joining us here once again on Farmers Inside Track. That's Agnes Hove, a director of African Women in Agriculture. This week's hashtag Soil Sister, Tandiswa Hopa worked in a development funding organization before she decided to quit and pursue a career in agriculture. She believes agriculture is wealth and saw her farm as a gold mine. I used to work for a development funding organization where we were responsible for assisting community development projects in accessing funding from the organization. As a child, we used to have a backyard garden at home. It was one of the chores that you have to work in the garden from a very young age. At 6 a.m. on non-schooling days, everyone needs to work in the garden. The work that I did for the funding organization It sparked my interest because whenever I would visit the farmers from where they were operating, I would be so curious and want to know whether they can see the potential that what they are involved in is wealth. Agriculture is wealth. So I made a decision that when I resigned from my work, I would acquire a farm. Upon my resignation from that funding organization, we acquired a 44-hectare farm that has not been used for agricultural purposes for a very long time. When I saw the farm, I saw a gold mine because the farm is right on the river bend, such that during heavy rains, if you leave the homestead and go to the city, the river overflows and it makes it very difficult for you to cross the river. It's such a beautiful scene to watch. 
when we moved into the farm, I think early 2017, we started debushing it. And I knew that I wanted to have an agribusiness. A lot of activities that are happening on the farm. We have goats, we have sheep, we have pigs, we have broiler chickens and cattle. But now the focus for me is on broiler production and the vegetable production businesses. And currently we've also planted cabbages, potatoes, red onions, spinach and sugar beans. And we're also in the process of preparing some nine hectare land for maize production. The local department of agriculture is really helping us. They're working with us and they're providing extension services. And I think also the uh, membership that I have with AFASA, the Association of African Farmers, is helping because that's where I get information on what is happening in the world of farming. Thanks for joining us here on Farmers Inside Track, Tandiswa. She is one of the women selected for the Koteva Woman Agripreneur 2022 program. She is part of a year-long blended development program at the Gordon Institute of Business Science Entrepreneurship Development Academy. And that's a wrap from me, Dawn Numdu, our producer, Megan van der Fendt, and the rest of the Food from Zanzi team have an absolutely amazing week. Bye for now. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring, and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food for Mzanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story. 